Basketball is my life. I have nothing else. This is incredible. This is the best yeah. game before I've ever heard. Shooters. That's, that's what we do. Shooters, a basketball podcast. Let's go. All right, episode 16. I'm glad we're back. We're back, back to our weekly catch-up. Um, it's always a feel-good moment, even though it's bloody hot near in Melbourne. So I'm a bit, uh, bit uh, I don't know, exhausted. The heat just exhausts you. But how are you? How's the Tassie weather over there? Well, the Tassie weather has turned into a beautiful summer. The weather's getting hot. I also am sitting here in a sweat. But you were just telling me <laughs> a bit, a bit, not overwhelm the world, but feeling busy, life's busy, Christmas presents. I, uh, it's yes. that time of the year. I was just saying, I don't really buy many Christmas presents for people. I always say, hmm, your presence is my present, uh, is your present. But I got Beth an Apple Watch. Uh, we've already exchanged presents because I will not get to see her for Christmas. But how's your Christmas shopping going? Is it, uh, been a little stressful or are you enjoying it? Uh, slowly but surely getting there. We've just got a heap of like Chris Kringles with like family, friends. I don't know if you've ever heard of the website Draw Names, but it's basically like a the website that does all the Chris Kringle for you. So you just like log in, it selects a random name for you and then it generates, yeah, all these things and you can put, put a wish list and stuff. But I feel like I've got like five different Draw Name Chris Kringles going. So I'm overwhelmed with what to get, but I'm slowly ticking it off. And I just don't want to be that person that you have someone on the list and then their their present comes late. Like they're just you're all the you're all gathered around a room and it's just like, oh, where's so and so's present? And that so and so is just looking a bit sad in the corner. So I don't want to be that person. So I better hurry up and finish it pretty much. A hundred percent. And uh you definitely don't want to be in that situation. Well, okay. we know with Christmas coming up, my job is full on through playing Christmas day. But what about yourself? What does kind of, do you get a week off? Do you get some time off? What's your Christmas schedule looking like when you're working in the NBL? Mm, It's a good question because a lot of people kind of, they just talk about, you know, when do they clock off? When do they get some holidays? But um, every time we're just like, no, the NBL keeps going. The NBL is, that's the high point in the NBL almost. Like it's just busy. Um, But, you know, we we pretty much, um, I think, from starting from the end of next week, it's kind of you can just work from home. You take the main days off as much as you can. Um, and then it's encouraged to take like a week off or so from yourself if, if you can do that as well, if the workload allows it and all that stuff. So you basically just have the main days um, off and, yeah, just working from home. So it's 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 more chill, but it's just funny how it just keeps going because NBL just, yeah, Christmas is a busy period. But, yeah, we, we try to take some time off at least. Nice. That's good. Uh, obviously, this is a little bit of a tangent. Uh, working from mm. home became a bit of more of a norm during COVID. Do you enjoy it over this Christmas break? Do you like working from home? Yeah, I, I think I, I like the balance. Like the if you've got like no, I normally do maybe something like three days in the office, two days at home. So that's a good balance, I think. Like um, I, I got to admit, ever since moving home, I have to travel further, but it's fine. Like you just get used to it. Uh, like you, you complain the first week or two, and then you just get used to it because it becomes part of your routine. So the balance is good. Socializing at work, doing it's it's a bit easier to communicate. But of course, I enjoy staying at home, and it's just the travel time that really is the killer from um, going into the office. Mm, I like that. I like that. Well, mm. are you ready to jump straight into basketball news? Let's do it. Let's do. It. I've got a quick. Um, I always like timing these episodes very well. So first signing. Um, I think last was it last week or the week before. We pretty much timed it dead on with a few hours before some news broke. I can't remember what it was, but we've done it again because Abdel Nader, he's a NBA ex NBA guy. He signed with he signed with Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. I don't even know if you've seen this one, but hey, I'm. I'm telling you right now they got a they got a new import so 
I don't know if you know much about him, but I reckon he's going to be pretty damn solid for them once he actually, you know, finds his feet and all that stuff. So did you ever know about that? Well, it's beautiful because the last two weeks, kind of as the season goes along, you find, I've talked about this before, like your stress level, let's say the cup, it just slowly gets filled. And so you have to do things to, to debrief. You have to do things to bring it back down because it just gets a lot. And so for me, I've deleted social media off everything and haven't really touched it much the last like two, three weeks. Uh, you know, I'm working on that little side business and having some fun with that. And I've gotten my media stuff to the point in which I'm happy with. But the, one of the negatives of it is I don't see a lot of the breaking news. I don't see the new call, the, the, the new kind of news that's being broken, what NBL is doing updates. I'm always on the NBL app reading that stuff, kind of watching the games back and, and studying from a basketball perspective. So my boy Darren always does up a beautiful little <laughs> podcast sheet and I open it up, always give it a little quick read before, some, touch on some things, see what I want to talk about. And the first one comes up was this signing. I haven't heard of him and I haven't heard of this signing before. So can you tell us something about him? Well, he's uh, he's a bit removed from the NBA now. I think like maybe two years ago he was with OKC, if I'm not mistaken, or even Phoenix. I think he was kind of alternating between those two, the last I remember of him. But he almost reminds me of the whole Anthony Lamb situation. Like he's not that far removed from NBA. Anthony Lamb was literally like a, a season ago, essentially. Um, so he's a little more removed. But I reckon he'll, he'll kind of, once he finds his feet, I reckon he'll have not a similar impact. I just reckon he'll slot into that phoenix side pretty well because he yeah I, I just reckon it's a pretty damn good pickup um even though he's a bit removed from it so we're not really sure what he can bring but i, I reckon it's a good one i agree and well i'm excited to talk about southeast a little bit when we jump to those game mm. reviews but we had some we had some leaks from the media into some yes. into practice <laughs> into some into practice huddles mitch <laughs> mccarran uh who is with the adelaide 36ers captain uh championship point guard was given uh, was seen giving a a speech post practice, kind of talking about stop blaming. There was some some swear words. Let's let's take accountability for our situation. What were your thoughts on this speech? Mm, it's an interesting one because we we spoke briefly just from like my perspective as just like a fan or a, like working at the NBL, and then your perspective as a player. And it was really quite interesting how they compared because my perspective was like, oh, that's like. Not that's rare, but almost like, okay, we don't often see that stuff because it just happens at Channel 10 or whatever had a camera on the go for everyone to see. So that's probably why it you know, obviously got big. But um, you basically said that that stuff happens probably more often than you would think. But um, yeah, my, my first take on it was I actually really liked it because Mitch McCarron kind of strikes me as the type to just be like a you know, like a cool, calm, collected kind of guy. Like he's been around the league for a while. He's that le- like a leader of that team. And it's almost like he's just putting his foot down a bit, like um, unless he does this often, who knows? But to me, it was putting your foot down and it was kind of just like, uh, you know, I- I'm sick of whatever I'm seeing at practice. It's time to turn a corner. Um, things are obviously not going very smoothly over there in Adelaide. So he was basically just putting his foot down. So I liked it. Yeah. It's always cool when our conversation happens. And that's what this podcast is about. It's kind of mm. the fan's perspective and a player's perspective. And for me, when I see that, is it happens a lot more often than people realize. A practice is uncomfortable. There's intense conversations. Guys are getting in sometimes physical fights, not throwing punches and stuff, but intense wrestling matches. It's heated. Uh, guys are holding each other accountable. And, and when you're on a good team, 
it's probably not getting to that point, but these conversations are constructively happening all the time. And every now and then you, you need some intensity. You need people to hold each other accountable. Now, at the end of the day, you hope that it's not falling on deaf ears because sometimes in a season, guys can check out and it can happen pretty early. And that checkout isn't not showing up. It's more just not buying into the little principles, not making those small sacrifices. And, and that stuff's very, very important when it comes to winning in the NBL, especially when there's no easy games. It doesn't matter who you play. It's, it's going to be a tough game. Mm, yeah, I just, I just think it was interesting actually hearing it. But like you said, it's a heated environment. This stuff probably happens a lot more than we think. But it, yeah, like I said, the camera was just switched on for that one. Um, before we jump into things, I just want to quickly shout out Bradley Moylan. Hope I'm saying that last name correctly. But he's a Tassie photographer. You've probably seen him around. But um, he's been very supportive of Two Times Creative, my, me and my brother's brand, and just us in general. So I just wanted to shout him out because it's always cool when you do something like two times creative and you kind of make a new website, Instagram and all that stuff. And, um, you know, the, the small community that builds up quickly that have been following myself or Michael for a bit, that it's just like all for it and all for support. So, um, it's just cool to see. That's awesome. Hey, everyone loves people that support each other. That's what it's all about. Yeah. We're going to get into the game recaps now because it's been an exciting weekend. And at this point in the season, separation begins to show amongst teams. So we start the the weekend off with Sydney versus Cairns in one of the most bizarre games that you will see. Sydney got the win 86 to 83, but they were up big time in the first half to a weird kind of the air conditioning went out and this is in Cairns guys so they're sweating it's it's hot trust me you got 5000 people in there going crazy it's boiling hot the the shot clock also so the 24 second shot clock stopped working it was not available for the the rest of the half and then Cairns stormed back in an epic way to shoot a game tying three on the buzzer that went in but was waved away by the referees so it was just a chaotic game, and there's kind of the summary of it. But if we're going into basketball details, what did you enjoy about the game? What were your thoughts and uh, uh, the chaos of it all? Chaos is a perfect way to describe it because I don't exactly know what happened with the technicalities, but as you said, there was a power outage, and it caused a 50-minute delay with the, with the players just awkwardly sort of, I don't know, standing there talking amongst themselves, half warming up, even though the stadium was bloody warm enough, so you probably wouldn't need a warm-up. You just you probably almost just feel like you need to shoot around to do the right thing. But um, shout out to the commentary team and everyone that walked, worked on that broadcast because 50, uh, filling 50 minutes of dead dead space is nothing to sneeze at. It's not an easy thing to do, I'm sure. So um, did you? I don't know what you were doing that very that that very moment, but did you make it through the entire game? Did you make it through the 50 minutes? Because I did not. I, I left and I came back and it was still going. I uh, definitely didn't sit through the 50 minutes, but it's it, it's very impressive. In my personal opinion, though, the NBL should have paused the commentary and just put on an episode of Shooters Podcast. I think that would have <laughs> people engaged. Uh, it would have been a great recap of the previous week. You would have got some gratitude practice in. And so maybe next time, Darren, you can shoot him a message, say, right now is the shining moment. Chuck on some shooters and we'll be good to go. 
It's actually a great point. Like it would be much easier for everyone. They could take a break and yeah, anyway, that's a great suggestion. I thought you were going to suggest something fully serious then, even though that may be a fully serious comment. Um, but even basketball wise, I don't even know what to make of it besides from the fact that uh, it must be very awkward to sort of celebrate a game winner and then get it called waved off. Uh, waved off. I kind of got secondhand embarrassment for Jonah Antonio, but good on him for soaking in the moment that lasted 10 seconds before they're like, no, you actually lost. That's what we were talking about as a team, just how crappy that must have felt to have the highs of hitting that, walking over, getting ready to play that overtime, especially with the epic comeback. You're you're expecting yourselves to win in that OT. You're on high and then to see it waved off, that's crappy. And it it was the right call by the referees, but uh, Mm. sheesh, you just, you don't want to be in that situation. That's just, yeah, just unlucky. It was a great move, great shot, and just just (laughs) a flick of a finger. It's all it takes sometimes. Um, Moving on to Illawarra Perth. Now, this was another crazy one to me because we always talk about it and sometimes it's like it's true. Sometimes it's like, yeah, you might just say it for the sake of saying it. But this league is so unpredictable. Like if anyone told me that Illawarra was going to beat Perth who are on a six-game winning streak, then you'd just be like, okay, you haven't been watching. But that's what we love about it because, I don't know, it's just it's just you can never predict what's going to happen. The Hawks did their thing. Um, Justin Tatum is 2-1 now, so... It could just be that whole thing we were talking about weeks ago where someone new sort of stands in front of the club and you're like, I'm going to get around you and support you and it builds a bit of um, extra energy. So what did you make of it? Yeah, I 100% agree. That change of coaching can do a lot. Their rotations are looking good. The boys are playing hard. To keep Perth to 82 is impressive. And so I like what Illawarra is doing. I can tell you right now that if you were to be playing Illawarra this weekend, you're nervous. You're, that's, a, that's a game where they could beat you at your place and they can beat you at Illawarra. And, yeah, they're, they're playing good basketball. Both imports are, are guarding well. The young fellas are playing hard and and good on Illawarra. I mean, yeah, they're, they're a team right now that, that's no joke. Yeah, we like that. We like that. Um, I was going to say, did you get a chance to look at well, take in all of the jerseys for DC round. Did you have a favourite or a least favourite? Or didn't you see much of it? Because some of them were a bit hard to see if you were like the normal broadcast angle, but you had to kind of wait until they were close-ups to really get a good perspective of it. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I think it was uh, definitely somewhat harder to see than others. I do have a favourite that actually hasn't been shown yet. It will be mm. the Jack Jumpers White Joker one this weekend against Perth, which I'm very excited for. But uh, personally, I just love... I don't know. I don't follow comics too crazy, so I haven't heard of a lot of them, like the Beatle one from Brisbane. Yeah. <laughs> but I just <laughs> love that. I think the Illawarra's was called Hawkman, mm. and, which yeah. is awesome. And then if I was Perth, I would be complaining that I haven't got the Flash. <laughs> true, true. I uh, I liked um, there was Sydney's one. They had Superman. I'm pretty sure, but it, it was purely for the fact that there was a few photos of like Jalen Galloway um, sort of flying through the air like Superman on a breakaway dunk, and it was just kind of like a neat storyline. So I enjoyed it from the photo perspective. But you know, they're fun. You saw the crowd and the kids getting into it as well, which is which is what it's all about. I I agree. Um, today I did a little photo shoot. Not sure if it's been revealed. So the Jackies are coming out with a nice little Christmas Day uniform. Ooh, and okay. let me tell you, it is awesome. It is crazy. It's incredible. The Christmas Day uniform. Wait till you <laughs> see it. It's probably one of my favorite uniforms I've ever seen. Well, you might you heard it here first. You might want to... I don't know if this, that will make it to the episode if you can actually talk about that. But hey, I'm happy too because it's the first I'm hearing of it. Um, no, definitely. We can, chuck first. That, yeah, we can chuck that in. I'm telling you what, the Christmas Day 
it, mm. it's exciting. Love it, love it. Um, speaking of you guys, you guys got the nice win over New Zealand, and you have a habit. You you yourself have a habit of the last few weeks of just making some very fun plays. Um, that half court shot, did you did it feel good from the moment it left your hands? I'm going to throw that typical question at you. Well, we got the win, 97-80. We've got to get that in there first to make sure. <laughs> sure. But uh, it, it's a weird, I, I always say it, it's a weird thing because I genuinely have a delusion in my head where I believe I'm going to make every shot. <laughs> and so that, I think, is what makes me a great scorer and a consistent scorer. But does it feel good? I don't know. It probably feels worse when I'm, I had another second, I, I had another half-court shot in the same game. Mm. and missed it and that yeah. probably felt worse than the make did because when i made it i expected it to go in and so as i'm rising up for that second half quarter in my head i'm thinking <laughs> i'm about to make two of these in one game this is iconic mm. and so it doesn't feel good i don't know it is a nice feeling though when you shoot it from the half court and it's straight because you get to look at it for a little bit and you get to go oh that might go in that's true that's so true. it felt good they always kind of feel good so so yeah, it's it's just what I expect. I know it's not cocky; it's just the truth. No, it's it's why you are where you are today. Um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, of course. Um, the other one I wanted to touch on was just quickly Jordan Crawford's shot making ability. He's just we we've talked about it before, but um, I was particularly like that last move. There was like I actually didn't realize it was that far down the line towards the end of the game but i think it was like a minute or 30 seconds left on the clock so um not not garbage time but it, he was still getting defended and he was just like pulled off a series of moves and crossovers and did that step back it was almost like a it was almost like a one-footed thing i don't even know what it was it reminded me, me of you back in germany that time with that one-footed three almost but it was different but he's just fun he is fun to watch and i tell you what right now the jack jumpers are playing some good basketball we've improved in this up in this little gap we have defensively gotten a lot of, a lot better. And then for us to go to New Zealand without our leader, uh, Milton Doyle, and get that win was big for us. And then especially when we're relying on the defensive end and, and the intensity of play and what we pride ourselves in. So right now it's officially, we've played officially 14 games. So we are halfway through the season. And right now, uh, we always do the analytics when we're breaking down film and talking about all that good stuff. Melbourne United right now is sitting first at, in offense, first in defense, and the Jack Jumpers are sitting second in offense, second in defense. So we're not where we want to be, but uh, we're improving and, and we're happy with how we're trajecting uh, heading into the second half of the season. Mm, it's still very solid to be second in both those categories. Are you guys second on the ladder now? It makes sense like you would be. Yes. Yes, nailed it. Nailed the brief. Um, no, you are looking good. So, yeah, please keep it up, would you? Um, Cairns Adelaide, this was a fun one. Cairns, um, I'm going to shout out from the jump. McCall with the, it was a tied for the most in the 40-minute era, 15 dimes, 15 assists. So um, that's very impressive, especially in the NBL. Like in the NBA, they do some crazy statistics. So maybe the casual fan might think that that's, all not all that impressive, but it's actually the yeah the, the tied for the most ever the, in the forty minute era. So something cool from that. But Cairns got the points. It was a fun game. Um, what did you make of it? Yeah, it was a good game. First game for Adelaide without CJ as their coach. Yes. So it's always interesting what you're going to see. There was definitely some rotational changes in that lineup. Maka, uh, Mitch McCarron was off the bench. My boy Nikki got a few more minutes, which was good to see. And then Alex Starling was out there playing hard, but uh. 
Cairns needed that win and they went there and they handled business and Patrick Miller and and uh, they're just they're fun to watch. I enjoy watching Kansas style of play. They're playing fast pace. They're, they're they're athletic. They're fun. And Sam Wardenberg's out there playing good basketball. And it was good to see them get a win. Kansas is probably my favorite team to root for. To be honest, I love what what they're doing up there and, and the way they play. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like maybe it was like last season or two, actually no it was probably two seasons ago when it was like scott machado and cam oliver and all them running around the term that i always thought of was they're everybody's second favorite team just because i don't know there was something about them and there's something about the club that is clearly carried on that kind of just appeals to everyone um bobby clinton had 14 points in the first quarter that was cool um i especially liked a like a purple patch from DJ Vasilovic in the third quarter. He was doing his thing on offense, but he was actually like engaged and doing his thing on defense as well. Like he was, he was causing havoc that way. I think obviously you guys are shooters. Like if you, if you make a few, you're going to be a bit more engaged on defense as well. And he, he was going for it. And um, it reminded me of a few weeks ago, he did the exact same thing. And basically I think he just like celebrated to his Adelaide crowd and made a, made a few good um, moments for the, for the old vision that we can use for promo tapes and stuff. But yeah, it's, it's nice when players that don't get the props, that is a, uh, well, for the props full stop on defense that you can actually see moments like that and be like, nah, they're, they're solid that in that area. 100%. Melbourne versus mm. Brisbane. Now, Melbourne gets, yeah, Melbourne <laughs> gets the win 103 to Brisbane 68. It was an interesting game because in the first half, it looked like Brisbane was playing better basketball. They were, yeah. they were battling on the defensive end. They're looking good. And then I tell you what, my favorite player to watch, Chris Goulding. I think he had, what, 15 points in three minutes. All tough threes. Ah. Uh, I just love it. I love it. <laughs> I just, just love it. it. I just love his shot making, the swagger in which he walks back with, the way he flicks his legs. I got a little crush, <laughs> you know, but but yeah, they just they played good basketball and then they closed out, they held that lead and, and it wasn't what I think a lot of people expected that game to be. Mm. Yeah, I can I can hear the joy in your voice and the warmth. Um, as you talk about Chris Golding and say his name to to yourself. But no, I can't blame you. He, he pretty much just made that game look ugly for Brisbane because, like you said, it was actually close in the first half. Um, last one, Phoenix-Sydney. That's a big win for Phoenix considering they had Craig Muller out, just released Will Cummings. Um, as we've said, they got Abdul Nader coming in, but clearly wasn't um, playing in that one. But they were undermanned. Benny Air did his thing. Um, we can talk about him a bit later, but he, he just makes me laugh about how much he loves the trash talk and how much he just loves all that um, after stuff, after he scores. But it, it, it's fun, and that's why we love him. Oh, 100%. I, I love watching Benny play. I sent him a text straight after the game, just 35 minutes from a dude kind of almost out of the league, battling, doing his thing. To be out there playing 35 minutes and helping your team get wins, that's that's what you love to see. And then Creaky being Creaky, 33 points. Alan Williams, that's a front court. They're, they're, they're strong. They're tough. They've got great touch. And I tell you what, man, this is what we talk. I talk about all the time. You can't get too caught up in anything in this league. You've got to be watching the games for what systems are in place, what defensive teams are loading, what's, what's it looking like. Because just like that, a team that no one's been talking about, People are kind of always quickly to go under the bus is coming third on the ladder in southeast yeah. Melbourne, and it happens quick. 
does. It does. And I think this week, Thursday night against Melbourne United, they've done this before where Phoenix look for goods. They show some stuff. They get a big win. They get a nice few wins. And then they go up and down. But that's what, if they can get this win against Melbourne United, because I think it's something like the last seven out of 10, they've lost to Melbourne. Um, so if they can actually claim that scalp and beat Melbourne on Thursday, I think then we can properly start, you know, maybe talking them up as like, that championship contender, as well as you guys, as well as Melbourne, a um, few others. So yeah, I I don't know what it's going to happen on Thursday, but Thursday night, but it's gonna it's gonna be fun. An overall uh, exciting week of basketball, but I'm, I swear it always is in the NBA. That's how I feel. I live it and breathe it. This weekend, the Jackies is a big weekend. We fly to Perth, play Perth in yes. Perth, fly back Sydney at home. Who's waiting for us? And this is this is a test for the Jackies. This is a, are we a real deal? Are we up there with the best team in the league? Uh, can we make some separation in those top two? You know, putting a loss on Sydney and Perth. So that's where I'm focused on this week. That's where mind is at. And the boys had a good practice today, so I'm looking mm. forward to that. Is there anything you're looking forward to this weekend before we start hyping up some people that we uh, love to watch do their thing? Mm. That is large, actually. I didn't realize. I knew the Perth one, but I didn't look ahead to uh, what is it a Sunday? Sunday, oh, yep, Sydney at home. Damn, that, yeah, that's a big weekend. Um, pressure's on, but you know that's gonna—that's two great games that I'll have to watch, even if it's at a nine thirty my time on Friday. I'm sure I can do that just for you. Um, I quietly like Perth games sometimes. If I can stay up, it's 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 fun. Hype someone up. I just want to hype someone up. Go on a bit of a rant. Anyone that's caught our attention, just give them some love. Well, my hype up's a personal one today. Uh, it's shout out to my little brother Lloyd, who I just got off the phone with. We're watching, we're breaking down some of his college film, and this hype up actually has two people. So it's first off, it's hyping up Lloyd, and it's like him doing his thing over in college, and and the grind of that, and the fun moving to another country to play basketball. We played thirty minutes the other day as a freshman, which is epic. And then my second hype up is Darren. Yeah, you, you know you know exactly who I'm looking up. And you recently just did an interview on a college, yeah, college player. See, I, I try and keep up to date with my friends and my people. Sometimes it's hard without social media. But give us give us a little something about the interview, uh, about, for people who don't know, he interviewed, I'll let you take it. I'll, t- I'll take it away. Give me a little breakdown. Mm, look at that. Caught me off guard there. I like that. Even though you're off social media, you've got maybe you've got tabs on me somehow. There you go. I like that. Um, no, Harrison Hornery is an Aussie kid out of Queensland playing for USC at the moment, which is a big school over there in the States. But um, yeah, I pretty much only came across his name maybe a month or so ago. And ever, whenever I see an Aussie kid that's playing in a big school like that, or even any school that's kind of interesting, I'm just like, okay, I've got to go, got to know a bit more about that person. So I just went straight to the source and literally just chucked him an Instagram DM and he was more than happy to chat. So yeah, did a nice little feature article on him, which was, um, it was actually very good timing because Bronny James, the bronze son was uh, debuting for USC, like their, like their teammates uh, the day after. So, or two days after. So I had to quickly turn around that article because I wanted people to, to see, you know, that Bronny name and they'll be like, okay, I might actually click into this random article, but it was fun to do. So I kind of reamped my, the websites would be more photography and writing heavy, but to feature the writing, obviously. So, you know, hey, thanks for shout out. I want to, I want to do more of it. So, if anyone's watching and has a, it's more about the stories you athletes want to tell as well. Like rather than we always talk about it, like the classic post game press conferences and stuff. Like, no, just give me something authentic that you guys actually want to talk about. So, I'm looking forward to doing a bit more of that stuff as well. 
There you go. Keep on continuing with your hype up, but uh, it's good stuff. <laughs> no, yours, your hype up was better because I'm going straight to the typical hype up. And I just want to talk about Pat Miller for a bit. Uh, Patrick Miller, he's been he's been almost, I'm going to say almost like the most consistent player this season. And I think now that they're starting to get some wins, now that he's there's been multiple occasions where he's just put the team on his back. Um, yeah, I just love what he's done because I uh, don't forget, he came in as like, he was meant to be like a, backup to Taron Armstrong, I believe. So that's kind of switched because Patrick Miller's just been killing it. Um, he's the starter now. Um, yeah, shout out. Huge arms as well. He's got a <laughs> – he's built – he's built – let me just say that. He's uh, Yes, he's a very strong individual. Um, some of us aren't blessed with that strength, but that is okay. He's uh, – no, he's been playing some good basketball. Getting downhill, uh, bounced back from that concussion well. And so shout out to Patrick Miller at Cairns. He's – He's being good. Wow, this is a negative space. I'm just going to start chucking up random things I'm grateful for. This is incredible. This yeah. is the best yeah. grateful for I've ever heard. This week, I'm grateful. I've, I've said this before, but I always say it. I'm grateful for books. And let me talk about a little bit in general. I've got an author right now that I'm just loving. I just went and bought all of his books. So literally, I just went and bought all two of, of them sitting right here. So I'm pulling up two of them on the camera. If you look at Ryan Holiday is his name. And so he's an author who writes about stoicism, which is a philosophy. It's a way of life. It's, uh, I would highly recommend reading some stoicism, Ryan Holiday in particular, if you kind of eh, feel in a little area where you're like, hmm, I want to improve my life. I'm not really happy with how it's going. Like, I don't know, like, I feel a bit stuck. I'm not happy with who I am. Stoicism is a great place to start. It particularly attracts to young men because the philosophy was built in ancient Rome uh, and, and the, you know, the, over there. And so you got like the war and, and the gladiators and it's all built in to the philosophy of Stoicism because to be a philosopher back then, you used to have to work and, and go to war and become a king and kind of live the full spectrum of life. But I'm loving his books, Ryan Holiday, I just pound, finished one, halfway through another one and, and I'm enjoying working through those. So if anyone's interested in some stoicism or kind of self-help, Ryan Holiday right now is is on fire. You can pick any of them up, but uh, yeah, that's my that's my grateful for. Love that, love that. I got to actually stay through. I said to a few episodes before to you that I got to start reading a bit more again, but I have not followed through on that at all. So I should do that. Um, there was actually a book that spoke to me as like a little Christmas present to myself because the blurb was literally just like, "Do you just feel like you don't have enough time to do everything you want?" And it kept going, but. That literally first line was like, that's speaking to me. So I straight away got it because I just wanted to. It spoke to me and I felt like it was good. Um, it's called Time Magic. Um, I'm, I'm pretty easily convinced, aren't I? But that's fine. Um, that is fine. What else was I going to say with that one? What did you mention at the end there? I was going to follow up with something. Uh, Stoicism, uh, life, something along those lines. Books, oh, Brian Holiday, Gladiators, uh, War. Gladiators. Sam, there was something I hate. I hate when you think of something and you're like, yes, I'm going to add to that conversation. I'm, oh, no, I was, actually, yes, that didn't remind me at all and that actually didn't help at all. But um, I should have done that better because darrenjbarker.com.au is my website. So if you want to look at that article that we were talking about before, you've got to plug yourself properly. So please uh, go to that website. Yes, thank you. I like that. That's a great plug. Give us what you're grateful for. I'm grateful. Mine's more wholesome as well. You, you're great. Your hype up was your family. I'm grateful for just family time because we had some. We just. I just went up to my mum's place. She lives like up in the country, like a. It's 
like an hour and a half away. Had a good drive up there, but um, my grandpa was there as well. And there was one moment especially that was very like wholesome to me. I'm not sure if I'm not sure if you're a Snapchat guy. I barely use it, but the time I do use Snapchat is just like those stupid filters that make you look like old or like a baby and stuff. And me and Jess were just being idiots with it the other day. And mom stumbled upon those photos on my phone. And then it was really wholesome. Like she was just doing those filters with her and her dad and just like having the time of their life, like looking at themselves when they're like as babies as cartoons. And it was just really funny to me that the, those two that, you know, they're not the most techno. Actually, mom's pretty good with technology, but my my grandpa especially, not so much. But it was just a nice moment that they were literally just staring at my phone in stitches and just like laughing about it and stuff. So it was nice. That is nice. It's funny. The uh, the filters will get anyone from any age. It can get four-year-olds on there laughing at themselves <laughs> to 84-year-olds on there laughing to themselves. And uh, family time, man, That's especially at this time of the year, can be overwhelming, yes. getting presents, if you can sneak in some family time, that's what that's the best part of this time of the year. So I tell you what, it's a pretty pretty damn good grateful for. We got some listener questions. Would you like to ask away? We do, we do. Um, I don't know how you answer this one, but someone was just uh, happy with your half court heave, and he's just or he or she. I'm not even sure who asked that, but they're just like, will you just be taking all of those half court heaves now? Like if that time, shot clock's winding down, do you technically have a say on that because you've got proven experience? Well, it's interesting because our shoot around. So this is like a little walk through. We do on game day, like an hour. We go through scout. We talk about the other team, get shots up. We always end it on some half-court shots. And Mm. so I always back myself, but I can't honestly say I've been making the most on the team. This year, the top two half-court makers have been Anthony Drimmick and Majuk Dang. So I back them in. I always want to take it because I think I'm going to make it. But those two in particular uh, are making a lot of half-court shots right now. Okay. Okay. That's good insight. I like that. Majuk Deng with a very good game off the bench as well on the weekend. Forgot to mention him. But um, it feels like a lot of teams do that, those half-court shootouts to either end it or, I don't know, on game day or something. But there you go. Um, last one. You said you, wasn't, you weren't a big Christmas guy. I mean, you're, you're, you're playing on Christmas. But what are you hoping Santa brings you if you get any, question, if you get any presents? I'm hoping Santa just brings me a Christmas Day win. Uh, that's, that's what I would like more. And then I'm just not big on Christmas presents, but <laughs> like I'm working right now towards this app, and then I'm hoping this app makes me enough money for that. It's about $3,300 for a camera and about $4,000, yes. so like 700 extra for a lens, some lenses, and then so I can be a professional photographer with my boy Darren, and <laughs> I want that before I go to Europe, so I can start learning kind of off court, on court video. I'm I'm definitely more into videography, so like mm. taking cool videos and like kind of delving into that space a little bit. So that's kind of what I'm I'm working towards, and I'm hoping this little side business when I get it up and running can can make me enough money to buy some camera and invest, re keep reinvesting in the business. Mm, love that. That's cool, actually. It's always cool um, when people are kind of interested in that field. Um, feel free to bounce anything off me, of course. But no, um, that's cool. I like that. Um, what was I saying? Oh, what, what, what do I hope Santa brings me? It's a great question by whoever put this. I don't really know. I just hope Santa brings all my other gifts for other people on time, if that makes sense. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. I can tell you what. That's, that's, I like that. Yeah, I just thought of that on the spot. But that's like, that's all that came to mind because I really don't want to be that person. 
Mm, uh, that, that's a good one. And then we'll finish this episode off with, you've got a staff three-on-three tournament this weekend. Break yes. it down. Give me a quick little run-through. Yeah, well, it's next week, actually, like next Tuesday. So if you whatever you're doing on next Tuesday, just think of me because I might be, I don't know, getting some respect on the basketball court with my colleagues. But no, it's just like a sort of like an end-of-year Christmas activity. Um, we can't obviously like stop and stuff because there's games on the weekend. But Tuesday is a day that they've identified as a bit of downtime. And yeah, we're having a 3x3. Uh, it's like part of the 3x3 hustle um, brand and stuff. But we're doing a bit of a staff one. So wish me luck. I haven't played in a while. I still run up and down every so often every weekend. But you see. We'll see how we go. I'll report back to you next episode. And if I'm down about it and I don't want to talk about it, then you'll know why. Sometimes uh, I don't I don't wish I lived in Melbourne, but it would be cool if I did for the reason that I could do some stuff with you all the time and get to hang out sure. with you. And, you know, this three on three would have to have some revo- roles reversed and I would have to bring my new camera and, and film some, you know, <laughs> some Darren getting buckets content. But True. maybe one Actually- day, who, who knows? Actually, what are you what are you doing next Tuesday? We haven't we haven't organised the teams yet. Oh, maybe I can make a fly in a little game 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 uh, move appearance. Yeah, why not? Yeah, I like that. I like that. Well, the chances of that are probably zero, <laughs> but I respect the hustle. Darren, is there mm. anything you would like to say to all the people listening before we check it out on another Thursday? Um, just that I hope it's not as hot. Where you, wherever you are listening to this uh, lovely episode because my cool is broke and it's very warm in here right now. So sorry if I look a bit extra sweaty, but I was just sipping on a nice iced coffee throughout this thing, which cheered me up. So no, I've got nothing to say to the viewers and listeners besides from that. So take it away. Good luck against Sydney and Perth because that's a big weekend. But um, thanks for listening. Jack, say some words. I love you guys. Have a great day. Shoot a podcast out. <laughs>